You're listening to Rewire with Susan, the podcast for you to learn in 12 minutes or less software development topics in the most simple way and acquire some guidance for your career in tech. Strap up and let's go. Here's your host, Susan. Hello, guys. Welcome to this very special episode of Rewire with Susan. Today, I'll be talking about communication. Improving communication for the introverted engineer. (laughs) So funny story. I was talking to a close friend of mine this weekend and I told her that I think I'm an extroverted introvert because I feel like I have both traits, right? Depending on what I've had for lunch or my mood at that time or who I'm around, right? I, I could be really reserved or talkative. And guess what she said? She was like, no, Susan, you're an introverted introvert. I'm like, come on, come on. (laughs) Now, many of us listening to this can attest to the fact that many engineers are introverted. You want to go into the office, get your work done, say two or three statements to one or two people max, if absolutely necessary, and go home quietly. It's quite disappointing that a lot of introverts have been stereotyped as being shy, antisocial, nerdy, kind of creepy, and this is not always the case, right? The major thing that differentiates an introvert from an introvert extrovert is that while extroverts gain energy from social interaction and are more outgoing, outspoken, and in quotes, fun to be with, introverts expend energy when they are around people so they are more quiet reserved and literally gain energy when they spend time alone okay so this is not a psychology podcast welcome back to robert susan (laughs) now because it's unnatural for the introvert to share how they are feeling or thoughts on a subject in public spaces especially if not asked for There tends to be situations where introverted engineers don't find it exactly easy to contribute verbally on the team. For instance, in team meetings and other public gatherings, they are more likely to go do the work and let the work speak for itself. And that is really what the focus of today's episode is. First off, I have to say that I believe a diversity in personalities bring a great balance to any team. Imagine if everyone was an extrovert or introvert who would all have the same personality and think the same way. Isn't that boring? A wise man once said, if two people always have the same thoughts on everything, one person is unnecessary. I think we are all unique individuals and we should be able to embrace what makes us distinctive and the value that brings to any team. There are certain times, however, where not being able to communicate effectively could be a drawback to your career growth. In the field of software engineering, a huge part of what we do involves communication, clarifying technical requirements, presenting technical solution, justifying why an approach is better than the other, convincing the team on how taking a decision will make an impact on the business, giving and receiving feedback, and even doing code reviews. These all require a decent level of communication. And I hate to bring this up, but particularly for women 
who are the minority in the tech space, there is an unspoken need to prove confidence in our craft. And in a lot of cases, this shows through how you communicate your ideas, thoughts, and solutions. Now, while it is important to have interpersonal skills enough to you know, interact with different people, I don't think you need to be the life of the party or the loudest voice in the room, if that's not your personality. People who are extroverted can do this you know, effortlessly without overthinking it. <laughs> but if you try to do this as an introverted person, you might, you know, end up cracking the wrong joke and hear cricket sounds in the room or behave in a way that comes across as fake. Now, what are we really talking about today? The main focus for today is how to improve communication as an introverted engineer. And you can probably tell that this is not limited to just you know, communication for an introverted engineer is is it's also applies to every kind of engineer, whether you're introverted or not. But taking a break right now, we'll be right back to dive into this hot tea. So yeah, get ready. Before we go on, I'd like to remind you that as a listener of the podcast, you now have free access to join the Rewire with Susan Slack community, a safe space where you can enjoy access to exclusive information and ask industry-focused questions. Note that this free access is for a limited time. Simply fill the form in the show notes and you'll be sent an invitation. Secondly, you also now have access to free one-on-one 15-minute mentorship sessions with me and other tech trainers to discuss your experiences, concerns, and questions in your tech career. So book a session in the link on the show notes. And finally, I know you've been looking to show support to the podcast. This dream has become a reality. Simply visit patreon.com slash Susan to do so. Again, that's patreon.com slash with Susan. Okay, so first off, one of the key components of communication is listening. And so the first thing you want to take note of is listening actively. So when listening, you want to show interest through your body language, eye contact. You want to do things like paraphrasing something that has been said to you to indicate that you were engaged in the conversation and your mind is not on the ice cream that you kept in the fridge this morning, you want to try not to interrupt and, you know, don't just listen for the purpose of responding. You know, actually listen and be empathetic. Try to understand where the person is coming from. That would help you to communicate better. The second thing I want to talk about is adding structure. Do you recall how we wrote essays in high school? You know, there was an introduction, a body, and a conclusion. This is done to add context to the message and helps whoever is reading your essay to understand what you're trying to communicate. The same applies to verbal communication. You want to try to structure what you're saying in a way that anybody listening can flow and get the value of the message. The third thing I want to bring up... (laughs) And I'm so I'm sh- I'm sure some people are going to be seriously cringing hard at this, and that is, don't run away from public speaking. It's funny that I'm saying this out loud because I I used to be this person that anything public was definitely not my thing. But um, I realized that it is really helpful in in the long run. Um, now public speaking doesn't necessarily just have to be. Oh, technical conferences or tech talks it could also even be just product demos at work 
you know, things like this contribute to public speaking. Most introverts run away from things like this because it brings you out of your comfort zone. One reason why people don't contribute during meetings besides being introverted is because there's a lack of confidence in what they know. Now, what public speaking would help to do is boost your confidence as you definitely have to do tons of research and be sure to a certain degree about what you're presenting. Public speaking also makes you a better communicator because you're forced to think about things like structure and how your message is received. Now, the fourth thing is try not to be the invisible man or woman in the room. This is also something that even I am constantly working on improving. I believe it is really about understanding that your contributions are valuable and they deserve to be shared. Sometimes we feel, oh, it's really not a good idea or this person will probably see what I'm about to say five, four, three, two, and then they go ahead and say it <laughs> and things like that. But speaking up helps you articulate your thoughts, helps you build confidence as well. One of the things that also helps is having at the back of your mind that what you have to say or contribute isn't about you, but for the improvement of the business or product. So yeah, that's one thing to keep in mind as well. Another part to this is that it is also okay to ask for some time to properly think through something that you're being asked or your ideas about something, right? So you're able to take out time to come up with a well thought out um, idea or solution instead of, you know, just spilling out one that is half-baked during an ongoing conversation. Now, the fifth and final the last but not the least one is knowing your audience. It's important to keep in mind who your audience is and tailor your communication to suit them. There's a tendency for engineers to get stuck in too much details instead of giving high level information. Sometimes we get so lost in the trees without getting to show the forest. One reason is because it's a comfortable area for us as engineers and so we can talk about it for as long as possible because they are familiar grounds. Another reason is, is really just for bragging rights which is understandable given how much effort you have put into the projects in question but you will need to realize that sharing that much information might only be valuable to you and no one else in the room. For example you want to talk about how you improve performance on the application it could go like this we were having reduced engagement as a result of how long it was taking for our app to load. After employing some measures to reduce the app size, such as removing some plugins and optimizing the images, we were able to improve the page load speed by 68%. Here, you, you can see that I've indicated the problem, given a little detail about the technical solution and the impact it had on the product. So it's important to know how to condense information to the bottom line. If you're an engineer talking to folks in management or non-technical people within the team about a new feature that was just added, there's really no need to go dwelling on too much technical information. On the other hand, while communicating with an engineer, there's a level of depth you might need to go into. So people, you can be introverted and still be able to communicate decently and effectively when the need arises. It definitely would take you out of your comfort zone but consistently doing it eventually becomes effortless. 
And that is it for today on this topic. Today, we have covered what differentiates an introverted and an extroverted person, how your personality is unique and adds a great dynamic to the team, why it's important to build interpersonal skills as an engineer, and how to improve your communication skills. Hope you learned something this week. Make sure you share this episode with a friend pretty sure a lot of your friends need to hear something like this to help them with their communication so make sure you share with them share on your social media add a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and i will see you in the next episode peace head on over to rewirewithsusan.com to catch up on all episodes and don't forget to subscribe to your podcast player and drop a review if you like this show